Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? You're smart, you're sexy, you're confident, and you still make mistakes. It's all good. Coming up, a year and a half ago, she says she was fat, broken, miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? Namaste, Julia. <laughs> Hi, Carla. <laughs> I'm over here doing I'm... jazz hands. That kind of threw me out of my, my Bob Fosse. Jazz hands counts, girl. I'm watching the last episode of Fosse Verdon tonight. I have not caught it. Oh, you gotta watch it. I I do. I'm sure it's somewhere on a on demand. They had such a dysfunctional relationship, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I mean, (laughs) they really loved each other, and it was so messed up. It's kind of like our relationship. It is. It's what we dream essentially. Of. It's what we dream. A of. five, six, um, seven, eight. I'm doing them right now. You see, you. I'm wearing a leotard, so listener can't see, but Delia can see. So we are on episode six this week. Mm-hmm. We are doing the power of the pussy by Kara Key. Yes. yes, the power of the pussy. Good Lord. Uh, I yeah. I had to do this book just because. I mean, how do you not, right? How do you not? Just for the title? Yeah. Yeah, titles, man. Like, I will say that these authors do a good grabbing. They do. So. It's, it's crazy. I would like to read the entire title because it gives more information. Okay, and then after that, I need to share with you a dating story that connects well, back to do. one of our... Of course. <laughs> of course you do. And if it is about how to get what you want from men, love, respect, commitment, and more, dating and relationship advice by Kara King, then we can discuss it because that's the full title of the book. Is it about that? That is... I just... I still don't get why. Like... I don't get it either. Why so many words on the cover? There's so many words. So many words. So many words. But that's okay. You know, she, this book has been a huge hit. So before we get into it, though, tell me what's going on. What's your, what's your dating life like? Okay. So I've been messaging, (laughs) I've been messaging a few different gentlemen. Yeah. And the way Hinge works well, to be honest, I'm not quite sure, but it's much slower than Tinder because Tinder, you were like a crackhead because you just swiped and then matched or didn't match. Right. So you had that initial like, woo, like high of we matched and it's a little bit slower on Hinge. So I was reading through some profiles and decided to send a like to a gentleman and like immediately like our profiles were connected and he sends me a message. I was like, dang, homeboy is on it. It was super fast. Okay. And we just kind of went down like the list of what do you do? What are your, in this town, a lot of it's what are your days off? (laughs) Because everyone works (laughs) like a weird schedule. And then kind of like we're going back and forth. And then at the end of it, he's like, how would you like to come over to my place for some wine and music in front of the fireplace? Girl, I got fireplaced. Like, 
I got fired place. Like you, you got fired place. I did not go because here's the deal. It's May. I don't know Vegas. you. <laughs> well, that's part of it too. I mean, it has been unseasonably cold, but still. Yeah. But I we've exchanged messages for 30 minutes and you're yeah. inviting me oh. to your place. Yes, of course. I am not surprised one bit that to have a conversation in front of a fire. Yeah. And I'm sure that's all that he wanted to do was just sit. Oh, yeah. Just chat. Sip wine with his new Some good wine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're like no, BFFs not. now. It's just never that simple. So, yeah, apparently, I don't know. Like, I've never, unless it's like a Hallmark Christmas movie, I've never really been drawn to fireplaces. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of surprised you didn't go, frankly, based on your go get them nature. You usually kind of are up for stuff like that. I am, but I was like, I just don't want to get murdered tonight. So, I'm going to take a pass. I have so much to live for. So, I, I, yeah, this is what I don't get about this thing that happens when you first start talking to someone and they invite you to their home and it's a man and it's like have you watched dateline i do i mean do you you know that women (laughs) get killed so why would you think that i'm just gonna talk to you for 10 minutes hop in my car and come to your house or invite you to my house it's ridiculous it's like let's meet on some neutral territory yeah, let's meet at the coffee shop. Let's grab some ice cream. I don't know. And it's like, know. you don't know me. <clears throat> I could freaking murder you and just steal all your shit. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Like, it no, takes totally. a level of trust to invite somebody into your home, I feel like. Absolutely. And, I mean, they've got nothing to lose. Like, we're not a threat, you know, unless you come in there pistol packing. But uh, Well, I no. fucking might be. You don't you know. You could. <laughs> you could. And, it, you know, I just... I think uh, some men are just way more into the kind of risk and the adventure of that kind of thing. I'm, yeah, I just don't want to die. I don't want to be murdered. So yeah, it's like, do you want to wake up in a bathtub full of ice without one of your kidneys? I don't think so. So quit inviting people over whom you just met. Don't do it. Don't so. don't do it. That's my dating story. Gonna come. <laughs> It's wonderful. It's so romantic. Um, it is very I romantic. Have, I have two. I was I was chatting with two gentlemen because you know how I'm like not into it, but I kind of left Hinge on my phone just because. Just in case. I well, okay. I I deleted my stuff, and then I was like, I'm just gonna leave it in case anybody messages me. And then I said, Well, I'll just put some basic stuff on here. I left it because I was like, I'm not really getting out of my comfort zone by doing it for three days and then stopping. So I <laughs> so I was chatting with this guy and he seemed you know, he seemed cool, he seemed nice, and he's like, Oh, can I just go ahead and call you? Because the conversation was flowing and I said, Sure. So I gave him my number and then I didn't hear from him. And then he texted me and he's like, Hey, I'm still at work. And I know you're busy right now. Cause I told him when my cutoff of when I could talk was, okay. and uh, I said, yeah, so, you know, give me a call tomorrow. So the next day I texted him and I said, I'm, um, I'm available to chat. If, if you're around, I hope you had a nice holiday weekend because it was the Memorial day weekend. And he said, uh, you know, sure. So then he called me, you know, immediately. And 
we started to have a conversation and every single thing that I tried to say, he just chopped me. I could not finish a sentence. Was it like he was telling a better story or like what he just was so excited that he had to chime in? He asked me about, oh, what do you do? And I said, oh, I, you know, I'm managing a real estate office now and I'm going to be making a transition. Oh, you know, that's going to be great. You're going to like it. You're going to be working for yourself. You're going to make lots of money. You're in control of how much money you make. And I said, yeah, I know. I'm really looking for And then you're going to be able to, you know, travel more. You'll be able to make your own schedule. <laughs> You've been, and I was just, yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, boss. I thought things. of that. I thought of all those things. Yeah. And, but he, he wouldn't let me finish a sentence. And so finally I said, hey, I'm kind of in the middle of something. Can we come back to this? Can uh, we pick this up? Never. That'd be great. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. It sounds good. And, oh, and he was also in the grocery store buying a, like, one of those salon pos, you know, like a, a heating pad type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because he had he had gone to the gym and he hurt his leg and he was telling me. And I was just like, I have never spoken to you before. Could you call me when you can actually sit down and have a conversation with me? So, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee us having a chat again. And then I was texting another guy, just ch- chatting back and forth. And he seemed really nice. But then he said, on his thing, it says, what is, what do you need to know to get to know me? And then it just said, patience was his response. Because, okay. you know, Hinge gives you prompts. And then you answer the prompts. And then you match uh-huh. based on your answers to the prompts. So he Now, you know, curious he question. Did he spell patience correctly? Because there was a gentleman on Hinge that spelled patience like sickly people that go see the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, I knew exactly what he meant. He meant... I have to go real slow. Is what <laughs> so I said, why is patience required in getting to know you? And he said, I just don't open up to people right away. It takes me a long time to trust someone. And I said, are we talking in 10 years? I still have not seen your home. Or couple months, you start to peel away some layers. What are we, what are we looking at? <laughs> What's here? the scale here? And he said, it depends on the individual. And I said, yeah, it's got to flow. And that, and then that was it. That was it. That was kind of dead in the water. Yeah, touch, I think. You know, I just feel like if you're walking into a conversation with somebody who is a potential person that you might date and you're, uh, and you're telling them, I do not trust easily. Okay. Fair enough, but you're already putting up a roadblock for us to try and get to know each other because now I feel like I have to break down your walls of mistrust and and then I and then because he just didn't respond after that, I didn't feel I mean, you know, I had questions, but I didn't <laughs> feel comfortable asking them. <laughs> so sometimes you just got to let it go. Yeah. Let things so, go down the river. That was my week in relationship corner. And, uh, yeah, so super successful dating week for both of us. Yeah, exactly. I'm still exactly in the same place I was. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm okay with it. I'm starting to get to a point where I really am honing in on what I want. And I don't want to settle. And I don't want to compromise. So. Amen, uh, sister. To that note, a woman who knows the power of her pussy wouldn't anyway because um 
<laughs> this book basically is training women to realize that once you have, once once you realize what you have between your legs, you can get whatever you want. So, like a new car. Like, is this yeah. a Price is Right? Like, no, seriously. Showcase like, showdown. She she says, and this is I didn't, you know, this I had some some problems. I had some major problems because I'm I'm not trying to get. I, I I'm not a uh, a new car. No, I'm a not. pontoon boat. <laughs> I don't want to see how much my pussy can actually, (laughs) like, it has to file its own tax return next year. It's just been gifted so many things. Yeah. No, I'm not a money-hungry... Gold digger? Thank you. Fuck. You're welcome. I'm not a gold digger. So, so one of the things, like, she says, if men are dogs, this is animal control. (laughs) So she kind of... (laughs) She really, I mean... All right, I'm listening. She doesn't have the best attitude about men. She thinks that, you know, most men just want to have sex with you. That's the impression that I got from the book. She believes that most men just want to have sex with you, and that's it. So she is very specific then about how you are to then go about finding a quality man... And it's funny because the book is called The Power of the Pussy. However, you are forbidden to have sex with a man you're dating for at least two months. Well, what? I'm sorry. Come again? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm she, forbidden to... Yes. You cannot give it out. You cannot give it up for at least two months into dating. She says that women can go without sex for months. And uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> And she said, you know, let's be honest, we don't need sex as much as men do, which I completely disagree with. I, I, I agree that I can go without it because I can't, I, you know, I'm not going to force anyone to sleep with me. But no, I want it. <laughs> well, thank you, Carla. <laughs> I want it. And I think I am, I am, these books are doing a disservice to women by putting it out there that, oh, no. Women don't need sex as much as men. Women don't, you know, it's it's not true. It's just, it's not true. And I completely agree with that. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a much better person to be around when I'm having intercourse on the reg. Yeah. But I've gone without it for, like, years. Yeah. And no, it's just I, been a personal, too. like, I don't, there's been, I don't know, because somebody asked me about it and I just, I was like, I don't know how to explain it. I guess I know, like, sex is always out there. If all of a sudden I got a hankering for it, like, right now, right. I could run out real quick to a happy hour, point at some dude, be like, hey, what are you doing for, like, the next 15 minutes? Come hang out at my back seat. Yeah. No, yeah. it's true. It's true. And I, and I, and I get that. And I, and I can... And I, I think there are men that go without sex, too, because I think for some people, just having it available at all times is not a reality. And yeah. but whether but the the idea that we don't want it, I think, is ridiculous. Yeah. And to say that we don't need it or want it because she says um, because we don't need it and we don't want it as much, then we can use it as to our advantage to prey on their emotions and their need to have sex, which... So uh, she used the word prey? Yes. She said prey on their emotions and their need to have sex. Wow. And 
my everything in me, I just bristle at it because that is a thing that I am. I do not think sex should be used as a bargaining chip. So. Well, no, I, I think I, it should be like, yeah, I, I don't understand using it as a manipulation. Right. And that's what she wants you to do. She says that um, if, you know, she says men don't fall in love with sluts. And so sluts oh, are snap. women. <laughs> yes. Yes. She says, you know, that sluts sleep with men right away. And that's what sluts do. And I'm, <laughs> I just. Well, then I for all like you gentlemen language. out there that might be listening, I'm still a virgin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She said that they fall in love with ladies and women who make them work for it. If you hold out on sex and he doesn't pursue you, then good. Then you don't need him. And I think that that's true. If I if I do not want to have sex with someone until I want to have sex with them, and if they dump me, that's true. That that's yeah, not a great that's guy. Fine. But if I'm doing it just out, thank of, you. Next, yeah. And, and I, you know, some people have a personal preference of I'm going to wait till I get married. So yeah, which is great. Great, great. Do that. But if that's not a thing for you, if you're withholding sex in hopes of, you know, manipulating a man, I just, I don't like it. But then to like get what? To get him to commit to you? Yes, to get the commitment. Um, But then what if you get the commitment and then you have the sex and then it's awful? uh, You know? Then can you be like, I made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, sorry I made you wait for six months. I hate it. But you're going to have to pack everything up and leave. She doesn't talk about that if it's bad stuff. Oh, it's just always going to be great? That's cool. I guess that's implied. I don't know. She also says that, you know, if in the in between, she says that you can go to adamandeve.com to take care of yourself while you're holding out on Mr. Right. Uh, if that doesn't work, then have a fuck buddy around. Men are hoes too, she says. So... Uh, you know, just have somebody kind of in your pocket that you can just bang it out with. And that way you can save yourself for your manipulation tactics with Mr. Right and still have your needs met. Okay, so she's not advocating that you just go like total convent. No, no. But if she's basically if you want to date someone, if you really like them, do not sleep with them. Just do Okay. That. But then he could probably have someone on the side as well, right? Like Well, clearly. So we're just like fucking around on each other and then holding out like yeah. <laughs> from holding the person we actually want to like <laughs> be with. Cool. I'm down. <laughs> That's a great plan. I love Let's it. start this manipulation tonight. <laughs> okay, so she says that There's two categories of men. Two, potential boyfriend or husband are hoes. Men you use for sex or money. (laughs) (laughs) Hoes in different area codes. I just can't. She says, and then it, you know, it's like goes on to say, don't feel guilty. This is how men look at us. Keep these categories separated. Hoes are there for you. You aren't there for them. Uh, There are secrets to keep on the down low. Most of the men you date have one and won't be telling you about it. Move past the guilt. So 
I I agree that a lot of men have women that they're sleeping with that they're not telling the other women that they're sleeping with about. Yeah. Um, however, I think women do that same thing though. I think women do that, but I don't do I believe that men are being intentional about it? I don't know. I think they're more like I'm not committed to you. I'm going to sleep with whoever I want to sleep with. I don't yeah. think that they're like I'm going to have this person on the side and keep you dangling for 2 months because yeah. apparently that's like the magic. Like what like after that 60 day mark, like what is that that like triggers like our biology triggers an innate like commitment thing or Well, it's kind of going back to the other one that said, you know, it's you're building rapport you're getting to know them. You're and and you know she's she's very irreverent in the way that she looks at relationships. And it's interesting because I actually I think I feel like I found some information about her that conflicts with what she says in the book. Because I when I was I was looking up her qualifications as we do. Mm-hmm. You know in the book she talks about when she met her husband. You know she was successful. She had done all of these things in her life. She had, she was living her own life. She had started a business. She had written a book. She had done all this stuff, but I found a blog online. It's (laughs) extra money blog. And it's about how she, her success story with the book because she self published this book. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. She self published it. And so she, in the blog, She talks about how much she struggled. She says, over a decade ago, before I ever thought about being a writer, I was a college student and a waitress. In the course of three years, I worked at Cheesecake Factory, The Melting Pot, The Crab House, Latin Quarters, and even Bennigan's. I would go to a restaurant from restaurant to restaurant. Yeah, (laughs) Bennigan's. Yeah. And so then she talks about all of her struggles that she had. It goes on for a while about, you know, her and her husband, they started a wildlife trapping company and they started making money through that. And then she wrote the book. Now, when she's talking about the book, in the book, she makes it sound like she had already met her husband. So they had been together for a while. She makes it sound like the book is what helped her meet her husband, but She'd already been with her husband for a while. They had been struggling for a while. And then she and wrote then the book. And then wrote the book. Right. Huh. And it took her years to write the book. But it's just like the way that she talks about it in the actual book is that it was this, you know, she was doing so great. And she was so, you know, she she had her own life and she had her own goals. And, you know, which I, I don't know. I, it's conflicting information. So... I, and, and that, you can find that blog. It's like extramoneyblog.com. And then if you just put in her parakeeing, it'll, I'm sure it'll come up. But that being said, so we've talked about in the past, you know, what, what are the qualifications? And really she doesn't have any qualifications to, to talk about relationships other than just her own experiences with men. So it, it doesn't sound like to me, she's, she doesn't have any clients or she didn't, work with a ton of women, you know. She doesn't host men. workshops or <clears throat> right. no. speaking engagements or. No, none of that. None of that. So I just want to cover that. That being said, 
there are some things in the book that I that I liked. Okay. She's talking about communication. And she says, men are not complex, they're simple. And by that, she doesn't mean they're dumb. She's like, they're not, men are not stupid. Do not fool yourself. She said, but they're simple. If you want to be exclusive with a man, say, hey, I was wondering when you're going to ask me to be your girlfriend. If you want to know something, just ask it. If you're upset about something, just tell them, I'm upset about blah. I'm, you know, like, you don't have to beat around the bush. You don't, you know, she's like, and the more honest and upfront and straight shooter you are, the more they're going to respect you. Totally agree. Yeah. (laughs) She said, you know, they just really don't like women who cannot just say what's on their mind. Yeah. I learned that just growing up with a brother. (laughs) Yeah. Because like shit just doesn't get done unless you're like, hey. (laughs) Right. Here's what's up. Here's my specific request. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense. And I don't know why. I don't know if it goes back to that intuition thing that we talked about of kind of women pick up on things that, you know, men aren't picking up on those things. I I don't know. But I, I, I agree. Just communicate. Say it. Put it out there. You're never going to get an answer unless you do. And you're just going to walk around being confused and upset <laughs> in between. So... <laughs> It's a bad way to walk around. Yeah. So she also says a couple of things. She says, never talk about your sex life with a man you're dating ever. Don't discuss it with them. She says, so what if he asks you a direct question (laughs) regarding your sex life? You just, you say, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm," like that. That's what I would do. Uh, 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 uh. No, I don't know. She doesn't say what you, how to dodge that, but uh, she says, do not talk about it. She says, yeah, like if a dude you're seeing is like, hey, are you like fucking around with anyone else? She just says that they don't like to hear about you with other men. It makes them insecure. It makes them, you know, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, duh. Uh, it makes me insecure if I hear about a man I'm with is with another woman. I think that's I think pretty, that's a human thing. Yeah, that's pretty cut and dry. Okay, this is one. She says, do not have oral sex with a man at all. Save it for the one. So even with your side piece, don't do, have oral sex? Well, don't have it at all. Don't give that out at all. Unless it's like the man you're going to marry. Or the man you're married to. Somebody's somebody's birthday. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, that really, that doesn't give me an edge to the competition because (laughs) 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 I know there are women out there that will do that for him. (laughs) So. And like, what if he takes you out to Red Lobster and he like treats. Right. And he pays for dinner and you're not supposed to blow him after. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no 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 blowy she... for the cheddar bay biscuits <laughs> no we already talked about red, red lobster this earlier is ridiculous. in this series yeah this is what you're supposed to say if they pressure you for sex okay oh so yeah what's the, what's the script i need to memorize so you're a month and a half in you're not at your two month mark yet and they're saying so uh and you say i'm a lady and I don't sleep with men right away. That's what you're supposed to say. 
And then do you just turn on your heels and walk away? Yeah, just, that's it. And, you know, (laughs) they will respect you if you do that. They will respect you. And hey, again, if you don't want to do it and they ask you, and then if they pressure you, then that sucks. But if you do want to and you just don't just because Kara Keene Because said, you're a lady. I'm a lady. Yeah. And I know there are going to be some ladies listening to this that say, I am a lady and I do not do that. Well, okay. I'm a you. lady and I like to have sex. Yeah. So I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I, I'm with you, girl. And I might have sex with you right away. I'm still going to be a lady (laughs) afterwards. Yeah. So that's, you know, those are some of the tips. One you didn't happen to mention that I see on this list is Uh keep your legs closed and the pussy off limits to any man you like. (laughs) Well, right. That's, that's goes back to the two month rule. She's just like, don't do it. Don't do it. I want to get that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. So another big thing, big tenet of this book is that she wants you to date everyone. She's like, just go out there and date as many men as you can. Don't sleep with them. But she talks about how to get things out of men. And so one of the chapters is where I I just kind of shut down. She starts it with, it's, at, it's near the end of the book, and she says, before I get into using men for money. <laughs> <laughs> what a great yeah. line. She's like, before, you know, and th- this is the narrator, before I get into using men for money, and that's when I pieced out. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear the chapter on how to use men for money. I don't. I have my own money. I want to hear the chapter on how to use men for money. Well, if you want to purchase the book, you can find it on Amazon. So much for a non-biased voice, Carla. Sorry. <laughs> not going to give that information out. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of, that was kind of annoying. I didn't like it. Let me guess. It has something to do with your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. So there was a lot, um, there was a lot about this book that I just had issues with. I just feel like she's very shallow. I feel like it's very surface level information. I feel like she is assuming, she says men aren't stupid, but then a lot of her advice is assuming that they are, you know, and that I'm sorry if I'm going to be in a relationship with a man, a, a long lasting, loving relationship I don't want to walk into it you know trying to pressure them or make them act a certain way or again manipulate I do not want to manipulate someone to be with me you know I think that is just awful so I'm also kind of pondering the date everyone thing yeah because I'm trying to well number one like there is you know For every person I go out with, I probably talk to at least another eight to ten. Yeah. There's just not that kind of time. (laughs) Like, I I have a full-time job. I do this podcast. I write stuff. Like, who has time to, like, go out on every... No, she's like, she's like, you will be, you know, dating a different man every night and you'll never have to pay for dinner again. That sounds like a nightmare. Uh, well, and I mean, I just, 
I also like to cook. (laughs) (laughs) I also like to make my own food. No, she comes at it from a very, I think, and, and hey, if, if some women want to approach their love lives in this way, go kudos to you. I want a partner. I want a friend. I want somebody that trusts me and I don't want to feel like I've had to do anything to bend over backwards to make them do that. I, I just think it's sad at the end of the day. And I did. So one woman wrote a comment. There's some, there's a lot of negative comments about this book online. I was say we should have like trying to find a comment music, like hold music. The thing is coming. Ten writers have 24 hours to write seven plays and three monologues. Then, eight directors have eight hours to rehearse all of it with 24 actors before those actors perform them memorized. The thing, that 24-hour thing, it's coming. Are you audience enough? Free, one show only. June 16th, 6.30 p.m., San Diego Central Library. Not responsible for expulsion of beverages through the nose, facial pain, or side cramps due to laughter. 11 days of eyeball-busting shows, from the beautiful to the bizarre. The 7th Annual San Diego International Fringe Festival launches June 6th through the 16th. This year, the Fringe Frenzy moves exclusively to Balboa Park. Join us in supporting Feeding San Diego and creating community to make a difference together. Ticket info and daily updates at SD Fringe on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. woman says this is one of the most misanthropic badly written books I ever got my hands on I found it neither funny nor helpful in any way I don't really want a guy I have to treat or educate like a dog thanks very much made me shake my head in disbelief about the advice written in a kind of ghetto style not my cup of tea at all in my opinion it also reduces women to just being a well pussy We women complain all the time that men objectify us, but here is the author, a woman, who encourages other women in a very clear and direct way to use the power of the pussy, which is the power of your sexuality, to get what you want from men. It is like she is saying, go and objectify yourself. Think of yourself as a pussy walking on two legs, and that your worth (laughs) as a woman lies in the power of your pussy. There's something totally wrong with this book in that it is the objectification of both men and women. Men as sex-starved animals who want the women as sex toys, and here comes the power of the pussy. Which, as the author puts it, you got to use sex as a weapon against men. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of the negative reviews. There's, there's some really good reviews, too. A lot of people really like the book. But I worry about those people. <laughs> yeah. That is just fascinating to me. It would be a fun poll to see how many of these people that have reviewed this book are single. Because, you know. Yeah, it's like I just want to know, like, that handful of people and I think that's being generous Mm -hmm. who have found their like love of their life (laughs) by weaponizing their pussy yeah like I just I don't yeah it feels gross is what it feels like it it did and and listening to it I I I got through most of it except near near the end before I get into using men for money yes (laughs) that's when they lost me Getting through it, I I did when I after I listened to it, I just felt like, oh, maybe I'll just stay single if that's what I have to do. I don't want anything. What that was that bad. website for Adam and Eve again? 
<laughs> I just, I don't want anything that bad that I would treat someone like that. So call me crazy, but it's, it's not for me. You are cuckoo pants. I know. Uh, she does have some exercises though, that I think, I think could be useful. Hmm. Um, she wants you to make some lists. So write down the things that you hate about the man that you're with. Okay. So that, that could be fun. (laughs) Make a list of what you want from men. So. Okay. I think that's a great list, but she was like, this isn't just a list of, you know, the qualities. She's like, this is a list of. Dollar dollar bills. Yes, exactly. Like if you want a man to buy you dinner, if you want a man to buy you a house, if you want, you know, like make a list of those things. I want a freaking Price is Right showcase is what I want. I want a trip to Brazil. I want a pontoon boat. I want an outdoor kitchen. Yeah. I want something I'm never going to use, like some weird appliance that they just chuck in there. We'll put it on your list, girl. That's what I want. Write it down. It's it's manifest. And then I also want love. I also want a connected, committed, deep relationship. She also says you should write down your offerings. So write down 10 things, <laughs> at least at least 10 <laughs> things that are not physical or sexual that you bring to the table. That makes sense. I think that's... I think yeah, I'm just thinking my offerings, it kind of sounds like I'm a coupon book. <laughs> <laughs> I got well, some coops. That actually would Anyone be need one. any coops? <laughs> I have no problem using coupons, so that's going to be one of my things, is that... One free hug. (laughs) I bring economic clarity to a relationship. And then write down your perfect, your perfect dream man. Ten things that you really want in a man. Just ten. Just write them down. And then write down your goals. Your goals in one year, your goals in five years, your goals in ten years. So those are some of the lists that she suggests that you make so that you can start getting clear about what it is that you want and what it is that you need from someone. Okay. So go ahead and... And does she kind of tell you how to, like, put these lists into action at all or no? Yeah, I mean, in the chapters where she's recommending it, it kind Mm -hmm. of goes through and tells you why you should be doing that. So, like, some of the things of writing down the things you hate about men... She's basically, you know, you need to start being more objective and not getting invested in someone right away because no one's perfect, she says. And and we tend to idealize men when we are dating them and we're looking for a relationship that we go to a place too fast of, oh, I love you. Yeah, this guy's (laughs) perfect. She's like, no, nobody's perfect. So start writing down the things that are not perfect and realize that there's probably something out there better for you. And so like, while you're dating all, you know, you're dating all these men, you have more, you know, clarity about the things that you're really looking for and wanting in other men. Hmm. Okay. You know, stuff like that. And, And as far as the list of what do you want from men? I, you know, obviously I think it's important to be clear about that, but I've never, I've always heard of making the list of what you want in a man or, you know, but what I want from a man, I've never, I've never sat down and and thought about that. No. (laughs) You know, and I guess, I guess it makes sense. My list doesn't have to be, I want 
Red Lobster once a week or whatever. I want a boat. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, I don't eat at Red Lobster a lot. I just want, I want our listeners to know that. I don't either. I, I enjoy it every once in a while, but don't think that that's the way to my heart, guys. The best thing about that place is the biscuits. Like the seafood is, mm. For sure. But those biscuits. mm. I know. Hmm. I don't think anybody's arguing with you about the biscuits. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Somebody has an <laughs> argument. You save that. Yeah. So that's kind of the wrap up on The Power of the Pussy. Ultimately, it was not a book for me. There was a couple of nuggets in there. I think there is some power in owning yourself and being clear about what you want, but I don't want to use sex as a weapon. I don't want to use men for money. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there trying to see what I can get from some man. So that's kind of the feeling I got from this book was love as a commodity. Yeah. And I think the power of manipulation has an expiration date. Like I think true power in anything doesn't come from manipulating well, right, and love. Like, that comes come. from owning yourself, and, yeah. Right. And true love, I don't think you're going to find it by narrowing everything down to something as simple as sex. Yeah, I'm wondering if she, like, wrote this book just to be controversial to sell books. I think there's a very real possibility that she did. Because and if she, she was writing this book, like, when she was already, like, with her husband... Yeah. And she wins. I don't know. If I was, I would think if I was somebody's partner and (laughs) they're like, hey, do you want to read the rough draft of, you know, sit on my cock? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) 101 ways to just make her bend over or whatever. I don't know. Right. Right. I need to work on my titles clearly, but (laughs) it's like, oh, this is all about like manipulating me. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody you're with, which happens to be me. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, wasn't my wasn't my cup of tea. Well, controversy does definitely sell, so it does. She in this blog she says, you know, she was she's making around thirteen thousand a month, uh, in just proceeds from the book alone. Wow. And that's pretty good amount of money for self publishing. Because a lot oh, yeah. of people that self-publish, they do not make that kind of money, you know. Yeah, but you can also, like, build a following writing books about freaking dragons and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. True. or romance or. True that. True that. Because the problem I feel with, like, these types of books, like, you have people searching out this information in earnest trying to find that person. You know, you have lonely people. You have. People who want to fall in love and find a partner and this kind of information. Yeah. No, just like five. Uh, Just like five people who want to. Just you and I. We're the only ones. That's it. So you would think we'd have like the pick of the litter. Anywho. But, you know, people going out there looking for something to connect with and connecting with that, like I just. I feel like as a woman, if any of those things blow up in your face, it just sets you back. Yeah. It's scary. It's really scary. So I wanted to introduce a new segment. 
And I want to counter this book's sort of advice of not sleeping with a man right away because one of our listeners, who is a friend of mine that I've known for years, she contacted me and she wanted to tell me how she landed her man. And she said that they were basically random hookup partners who just came together through some friends and had made it very clear and early on in their relationship that it was just sex. They just wanted to have just banging it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she said within six months they were engaged. She said that, uh, it was the craziest thing because she was in a place in her life where she was not looking. She was not trying to find the man of her dreams. She had goals and she, you know, she was living her life and, uh, she, it, she said it just happened and it, it was the easiest thing. And she said, she thinks it was because of her mindset at the time. She wasn't fixated on it. So yeah. she just wanted to share it because of some of the things we've talked about in some of the other books of, you know, withholding and, you know, not having sex right away. She's like, well, that's, that's not always how it works because that's not how it worked for me. And she's, they've been married for 15 years. See, so, your friend's story si- is... They've been married for 16 years. I'm sorry. Your friend's story is like my fairy tale. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's yeah. how I want it to happen for me. Right. Just not That planned. is amazing. No Prince Charming. No, just, yeah. hey, you're pretty cool. We just bang it out six oh. months from now. Well, you may. I liked you more than I thought I did. Right. You're cool. <laughs> You're nice. I think I want to stick around for a while. How about the rest of your life? <laughs> the other thing she said that I thought was interesting and that I've, I feel the same way. She said, you know, if <laughs> she's like, if he came to me and said, I have a whole other family, by the way, <laughs> I have a wife and kids. Or <laughs> She's like, I'm kind of in this place where I would say, oh, cool. Are you happy? <laughs> she's like, because I love him. I want him to be happy. And if that makes him happy, she said in, um, there was a time in my life, you know, she would have never felt that way, but she's like, you know, once you've been with somebody for a while and you share a life together, you know, you can't fulfill every single need. And yeah, she just, I mean, she's a cool chick because well, I don't know if I could I'm do sure, that. <laughs> I'm sure that's an extreme. I'd be like problem. Angela Bassett in Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> be like, load all his shit up in the car and set it on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's an extreme, obviously. But her point is just that, you know, she doesn't see see her relationship or love as this this thing that she's trying to just hold on desperately to, you know. They're yeah. in it together until they're not. And yeah. that's, you know, that's how it need, that's how it should be. So I, you know, I appreciated her getting in touch with me and giving me that feedback. So I would love for anybody who's listening to write us and tell us how you landed your man. And we would love to share it on the show if, if you know, with your permission. So if you Yes, wanna, please reach out. Yeah, if you want to email us at landyourman at gmail.com and tell us. How you landed your man. I love those stories so much. Everyone does. So Yes. Or if you're a dude, how you landed your woman. I mean Yeah, yeah, right. Either. If you're if you're a man, it goes tell us both how, ways. Right. Tell us how she landed you. However yeah. however it happened. 
Yes. We want to hear your your stories of how you ended up together. I can't imagine a ton of people that are in relationships are listening to this podcast, but if you are... I don't know. I mean, people who know us, probably. Well, true, true. A lot of people I know are single, though, so... <laughs> count in my head how many... <laughs> you know, like four or five You have your accounting face in. on right now, too. I can see it. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, carry those. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, great. Do you have any questions, comments, or concerns? I do have some concerns about this book, but I think I addressed most of them. As we all do. Tell us about your book for next week. My book for next week. And let me tell you, (laughs) um, this has been the most best, yes, the most best, fascinating (laughs) week. Uh, My book is He's Just Not That Into You. Oh, yeah. Old school. Yeah. What year was that? 90. Why do I never take notes on the copyright? (laughs) No. 2004, I think. Okay. Hold on. You're hearing pages shuffling. Pages, which Carla loves. 2004. Okay. I could have used this book in 2004, but something (laughs) kind of tells me that even if it was, like, placed into my lap, open to page one, I still would have been like, whatever. All right. <laughs> I don't need it. Your way. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Then I can't wait to hear all about it. That's I know one of the seminal books in, you know, in this kind of industry, that book, I think it cracked the code for women and for men. So I'm excited to hear about it. I have another story that I want to share about that book with you when we're when we talk about it, so that'll be fun. Perfect. All right. Well, if there's nothing, if there's nothing further, then I guess we're going to say goodbye and thank you for listening as always. All right. Perfect. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other social media platforms. Come by our Facebook page. Leave a love note. Add us. Also, I would like to say that we're offering free advertising through our first season of Landerman. So if you have a product or service that you'd like us to talk about on the show, email us and tell us, and we will be glad to share information about it on the show. We are just trying to build our base and build our listeners. So we want to help you out. You help us out. We'll help you out. If you give us a follow or a like and tell your friends, it means the world to us. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week. With episode seven of Oh my goodness, lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. He's just not that into you. All right, Delia. (laughs) All right, Carla. Have a good week, girl. I will talk to you soon. You too. All right, sounds good. Bye. Landerman Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carla Nell and Delia Knight.